Guess what, guys? We're not doctors. No, we are not. So if you're going to be making any major medical decisions, please consult your doctor. That includes diets, surgeries, and exercise. We love you guys. And we want you to continue to be in our OSLP family forever. So be careful and consult your doctor. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome back, OSLP family. Welcome, welcome. We're dancing today. Yeah, we are. Because we have the guy panel part two. Yes, yes. We have all new guys. We are so excited. And we are going to get find more out more about. That doesn't even make sense. (laughs) That doesn't even make sense. Words are hard. Words are hard. (laughs) Um, And you are listening to our Sleep Life podcast. This is Kelly. I think the guys got you a little flustered. They, they might Look have. Look at the little rosy cheeks. She's a little. That's little. blush. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, this is Mel. Yes. There we go. And we're so stoked to have all the guys here. We're going to find out all about their journeys yeah. and how it is different than a woman's journey. Yeah. Because they are different. And. But then some things are the same. So Exactly. Yeah. So we have four guys with us. Thank you so much for, you know, taking the time out of your day. It's a Sunday. I understand. I'm just happy my team played on Thursday. So I don't have to be like worried about my scoring because I'm in two fantasy football leagues and I'm like killing it already before I started. Oh, Oh, I checked all the scores before I came down here. (laughs) You are insane. I know. I know. You're insane. So Uh, but we have Jared and Nate and Eric and Chris. Yes. No, we have Colby. Colby. <laughs> Colby and Chris. There Colby we go. There, there we, we go. go. Um, so go ahead and say hi, guys. What's up? <laughs> What's up? <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. We really, really appreciate it. Yeah. And who wants to start? Because we definitely want to get, you know, the background on you guys. Like what, you know, what was your highest weight? And then what kind of made you want to go and search for having bariatric surgery? Yeah. Let's start with Colby. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, um, I decided to have uh, bariatric surgery um, because of um, I really believe that I would not live past the age of 50. Okay. Um, I was diagnosed uh, with diabetes, high cholesterol. Um, I had very severe sleep apnea. Um, I I did a sleep apnea test and I stopped breathing over a hundred times in one night. Yeah. So, um, it was really bad and, um, it was always excruciating back pain because of my stomach. Um, I couldn't walk more than, uh, maybe a couple of steps before I was bit over. Um, it was just embarrassing. It was just no life. Um, you know, driving, uh, falling asleep. I've had three wrecks. Uh, behind the sleep apnea because I would get no sleep at night. So it just became a a danger to Mm -hmm. me, my weight. Um, So uh, I just made a decision that um, I tried to do it on my own for years. I did lose 100 pounds by myself, um, but went through a horrible breakup and Mm -hmm. it that plus 
uh, 200 more pounds. Oh, man. On and um, I just wanted change. And my doctor said, I, uh, I think you're a perfect candidate for weight loss surgery. I fought it forever mm-hmm. um, because mm-hmm. I was under the impression that it was the easy way out yeah. um, mm-hmm. just by people's perception of it. Um, and I had to kind of distance myself from their perception and come into my reality and make the decision. Uh, this is this is the tool that I'm going to use to get my life back. I like that you use the word tool in yes. there because it is yeah. a tool. Yep. It's Absolutely. not, it, it doesn't do all the work for you. You still have to put in the work and Absolutely. it's, I mean, you wouldn't build a house with like a feather, right? right. Yeah. You need <laughs> so, that hammer, damn it. You need not. that hammer. Yeah, right? That would right. not be a house I would want to live in no, if it was built no, with no. a feather. Uh, <laughs> I'd be so cold, especially after bariatric surgery. I don't know if you guys have had like, we call it the bariatric freeze. Like, yeah. I'm mm-hmm. freezing all the time. Yeah, so. my hands are frozen right now. Yeah. <laughs> Jared's dancing. <laughs> Love it. Um, what was your highest weight, Colby? Uh, 398 pounds. So okay. I was almost 400. I didn't quite make it to 400, okay. uh, but 398 was my highest. Okay. And what are you at right now? I'm at two, it, it fluctuates. I'm at 240-ish. Nice. Wow. It seems like every single day I get a new number. <laughs> every single day, but 240-ish is where I'm at. Okay. That's All right. Amazing. Yeah. That's uh, 150 pounds. That's yeah. That's incredible. Great I'm job. I'm impressed that you did that math in your head. I'm a math major, man. Oh, that's right. That's right. I, I got like three degrees. We're good. <laughs> I got you. She's got me covered on the math aspect. Yeah. That is amazing. I... I feel like a lot of people can relate with the dangers that you had before because mm-hmm. I know that I had a lot of health issues. I still have a lot of health issues, but it's really mm-hmm. calmed down since yeah. I had surgery. Yeah. Um, and I just find it amazing that we, a lot of people wake up from surgery and they no longer have diabetes. They no longer have sleep apnea. Why? And so I don't know why it's not utilized more. I know. It's that stigma, yeah. man. It's that stigma. Yeah. yeah. It was amazing. So it was just a change to not use the machine because uh, mm. I took the machine everywhere. Oh, okay. um, not only for me, but for other people. Like people would complain if I was staying at a hotel. Mm. People would hear me in other rooms. <gasps> no way. Um, yeah. It was really that bad. It was Crazy. Really that bad. Whoa. Um, so I don't take any medication now except for, the, of course, the vitamins. Mm. Um, and um um, I don't do, I have a clean bill of health, so I'm, I'm grateful for this. Yay! That's <laughs> so exciting. You don't have to take any prescriptions yeah. anymore then. No, no. That's exciting. Nothing. That's oh, great. Yes. Great for you. <laughs> All Good right. Job. Well, let's hear from, let's do Jared next. Yeah. Cause I think he recently had your surgery. Didn't you, Jared? I am 12 days to my surgery. Oh, oh yeah. Almost That's a what it year. Is. Yes. 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 <laughs> yep. So, uh, my highest weight recorded was 384. Okay. Um, I'm 232 right now. Nice. Uh, so, I mean, significant difference. Yeah. Uh, I actually just had my gallbladder out. Uh, oh. That's the one thing I always warn you about with weight loss surgery mm-hmm. is you could potentially gallbladder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That happened uh, two months. So, that was a fun experience. Wow. Uh, I was actually really lucky. I went back to the same hospital that I had my sleeve done and my actual surgeon took my gallbladder out. So that's cool. Oh, that's cool. Okay. That's really nice. You're like, I already trust you. We're good. 
You just take out the gallbladder. (laughs) So how did you know, like, um, what kind of pain was that? So that way people can know what to look at for. Uh, Okay. So this is going to sound really dumb, but it honestly sounded, it felt like this really terrible gas. Okay. And so, I mean, trying to burp it out kind of feeling, Mm -hmm. but it just got worse and worse and worse. Eventually I ended up going to the hospital. Oh, Um, wow. Basically really bad gas pain, really more or less. Okay. Okay. So everybody out there, keep an eye on that. Yes. Because we know that um, if you have really bad um, acid reflux, you that's a side effect of the sleeve, Mm -hmm. um, which is why if you have GERD or things like that, most of the time they say go for bypass over sleeve. Yep. Yep. And then also gallbladder. Yeah, because I used to have acid reflux when I was little, but. Mm -hmm. It went away over time, so we decided the sleeve was the better choice for me. Oh, okay. okay. So, and you haven't had any my, issues? No, not at all. Oh, oh good. great. Good, good. Good. So, and what made you, mom, uh, uh, where did your story begin with your bariatric journey? So, okay. So, <laughs> my mom and dad, 15 years ago, had an arm wife, both of them. Oh, oh okay. wow. So, they went through that when it was fresh, you know, before everybody started doing it. Mm-hmm. Um. My brother, he had a sleeve done in Tijuana, and that was about a year ago as well. Okay. Wow. Actually, no. He's, he's almost two years out. Okay. So uh, I was like, well, I lost 120 pounds naturally. Uh, ended up gaining 85 in the back. And I was just like, all right, no, I got to do something. And I ended up talking to everybody, and they were like, just do it. Everybody else has done it. It's fine. Like, you'll be okay. Mm-hmm. Went to the you know went to the hospital talked to them. My surgeon said your family doing it. You like you're a perfect candidate, so you'll be totally fine. Perfect. And that's what I ended up doing. Nice. And what? Uh, I totally had it in my head. <laughs> okay. It was there. It was there. I swear to God, it was there. <laughs> um, and you you had the sleeve, Colby. We didn't yep. ask you. Did you have the sleeve also? I had the bypass. You had the bypass. bypass. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, and you talk. Yeah. 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 You did okay. I need more, I need more protein, yeah, man. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. <laughs> so, Jared, so it sounds like you had a great support system behind you with this. How oh, How yeah, is it like true. right after? Like, did you, did someone stay with you? Did you need help at all? So, um, I lived with my girlfriend at the time. Um, she wasn't super keen on me having the surgery. Okay. Uh, but I did it and she helped me with it. Uh, she is now my ex. Okay. You know, whatever. Um, <laughs> it happens. That's what I say. Common <laughs> with weight loss surgery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So actually a lot of the reason why we ended up separating was because my diet changed. I was vegan for almost four years prior to <sighs> surgery. Okay trying to get proteins and hitting all the macros being vegan definitely significantly harder mm-hmm. so i ended up back to a standard american diet okay and super keen on that so we ended up splitting ways but i mean now i mean everything's fine everything's good now i'm hitting macros pretty much almost every day nice nice Little water all the time. Awesome. Yes, yes. Yes. Water and protein. That's what I got. I got pro- I got my profit right here. Drinking yeah, that protein. Finish that shit soon. No. <laughs> Before I get too stupid. No, you're not stupid. It's fog brain. It's fog brain. It's fog brain. I'm calling it stupidity. 
No, no, I don't like that word. It's a protein, protein, stupid. <laughs> what, Jared? It's fog brain for sure. Yeah, it's fog brain. It's totally fine. <laughs> it's totally fine. All right, let's hear from Chris. Yeah. Let's hear uh, your story. Good, good. Um, I guess I'm the heavyweight here. Um, my highest recorded weight was uh 470. Okay. Uh, when I hit that number, I stopped weighing. Yeah. Uh, so, so I don't know how high it got up to. Um, I had to do all in the switch. Okay. Um, currently I'm like two forty eight. That's you know, amazing. Like it, um, wow. You know, like Kobe said, it just fluctuates depending on you know the day. Mm-hmm. Um, my intake. Um, for me, it was it was something uh like just being on a weight loss roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Um, like, like I remember the, uh, first time initially I thought about, um, like seriously losing weight was, um, I think I was probably like 310. Okay. And, you know, so over the years I would like, you know, lose weight, gain weight, lose weight, gain weight, and just back and forth, back and forth. Mm-hmm. And so, um, maybe like five years ago, I thought about, uh, like I checked into doing weight loss surgery and, um. I didn't get through the whole process at the time and I probably really mentally wasn't ready. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, it went, you know, it went the same thing, just the same roller coaster of, of like, um, you know, like I would, I would always be good with working out and stuff like that. Um, I would do the work and it was just like, um, I, once I would lose a certain amount of weight, I would like stall out and then, you know, something would happen and I would just regain and, put on more weight Mm -hmm. and uh and so like a lot of people you know around me or that you know I knew of was starting to have the surgery had a surgery and it was uh I remember the first time it was presented to me I was like just you know calm down I got this I'm gonna do it naturally right Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) and uh like it's funny to think about that now um the only thing about this process I wish I would have done was done it sooner right Mm -hmm. um but yeah, so uh, it, it was just that, you know, for me. Yeah. It, it was just being on that roller coaster for me. What made you choose the duodenal over bypass um, or sleeve? Yeah. You know, it's, it's just um, if you have a, the, it was created for um, patients who have like more excess weight to lose. And mm-hmm. it's kind of like, um, it's kind of like both the surgeries in one. Yeah. Um, so uh and it, it has a, a a better rate of uh eliminating regain and, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So um it, it was just the best choice. Like once I had sat down and talked to my doctor. Awesome. Nice. Awesome. So, so how did you find your facility? Um just um the the hospital um that's in the area and mm-hmm. like I said I had um like it was people that was not necessarily like in my circle, but it was like, okay, I noticed this person lost a massive amount of weight mm-hmm. and they may not have necessarily been like, you know, out open about their surgery, but like I would contact them and, you know, and they would tell me that, you know, Hey, I had this surgery here or, you know, I heard of this person having this surgery here or whatever, whatever. Okay. And, uh, and so like, just based on the area that I'm in, um, I went online looking and, uh, found my surgeon. Mm. Um, and it was, I mean, it, it's been an easy process. Oh, good. good. That's exactly what we want to hear. How long of a process is that for? I don't know if it's different um, for duodenal switch or not. Um, no, it's, it's just based on your insurance. So my okay. insurance only had like, a, um, 
three uh, three month time period, you know, where they uh, just want you to complete certain steps within those three months. Okay. Okay. Um, it could have been six months. I don't remember. <laughs> it's, it's, it's one or the other, but uh, I, I think it was the three months, though. I'm pretty sure it was the three months, but, you know, they had, give you certain guidelines to hit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you, once you hit those guidelines, I'm sure the same as the other surgeries. Okay. okay. All right. What kind of uh, pre-existing stuff did you have? Did you have oh, sleep apnea? Uh, the the gamut, the list. Um, sleep <laughs> apnea, uh uh, pre-diabetic, um, on two blood pressure medications, um, back pain, uh, hip pain so bad that I couldn't like walk through Walmart for like five minutes. Wow. Um, I mean, just, just, just everything. Um, you know, like Kobe said, uh, I had a lot of issues with, um, even though I had a CPAP, like I, I didn't use it like I was supposed mm-hmm. to. So I had a lot of issues with falling asleep, you know, always being tired. Um, mm-hmm. Just uh, you know, just just a long list. Um, and now currently, um, you know, uh, that's why I laugh so much when people talk about uh, weight loss surgery, especially if they haven't had it. Mm-hmm. Like I went from having the only when you go down the list of uh, uh, of uh, comorbidities, the only one I, I hadn't hit yet, and I was on my way was being diabetic. I was pre-diabetic. I think my mm-hmm. A1C was like six point five. Okay. Um, that, that was the only one I hadn't like been classified in yet. And mm-hmm. now currently, um, I don't have any other comorbidities. Um, I off all blood pressure medication, cholesterol, great, everything. Um, that's crazy. That's amazing. It's, it's awesome. It's, it's so thrilling to hear and it never gets old. No, it doesn't. To hear that like. I've had, I had this and this and this and this that was wrong before. And like, I was so close to, you know, I wouldn't live a full life. And now we have so much time. Yeah, so much time. Yeah. People are not on medication anymore. Mm-hmm. They're able to sleep because we're learning more and more from doctors that sleep is like number one. Like, you need it so freaking bad. It's not even funny. And eventually, like, I'll get that under eventually control. Eventually, she'll get it under control. But, man, <laughs> like, it's so important. And not being able because my brother was for 472 is mm-hmm. what he reached. And he was doing the whole thing, too, where he was, like, not having um, falling asleep all the time. And mm-hmm. not being able to breathe at night. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. You, you know, I think um, that's, like, you know, something that need to be looked into more. But I think uh, what made it harder for a lot of us to lose weight and to maintain that was the lack of sleep, mm-hmm. um, the lack of quality sleep. Because yeah. um, if you know anything about, you know, fitness or and, and that kind of stuff, you need your sleep to grow. You, you know, you need your sleep to, uh, to be healthier. Um, and I think that was a big thing as well. Like, mm-hmm. um, you know, like... Bit. For for me at the at at my biggest, like I would probably get two hours of sleep before I'm woken up because I can't breathe. Wow. And, you know, during during that whole time I'm gasping for air and you know, I'm not breathing and all that kind of stuff. Um and, and I think that plays a bigger big part in like people not being able to successfully um lose weight. Yeah, I would 100 percent agree with that. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, my boyfriend had bypass and he he still uses his machine just because he knows that he gets better sleep when Mm -hmm. he's wearing it Um, and he doesn't sleep either. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, But (laughs) yeah, he lost 220 pounds and it was I mean, he said it was night and day from gasping for breath, like you're saying, to being able to actually have a full night's sleep. Which is crazy to think that people aren't getting that. Like, 
Yeah, but you don't so you don't know because Mm-mm. you're not you Mm-mm. I mean it doesn't click in your head, I don't think Mm-mm. that you're not getting sleep because you cannot breathe. Yeah. That's a legit only reason why. It's not anything mm-hmm. else. It's just like the pressure, the weight. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I was like 70 to 80 times an hour that I was stopping breathing. Whoa. So I, it was I, bad. I was I was high hundreds, <laughs> probably pushing close to um, 150 or higher. Wow. Um, or the amount of times I, <laughs> that I would stop breathing. It, it, it was bad. It, it was horrible. Now, did you get, did you use your sleep apnea or did you find out you had sleep apnea before you even looked into? Uh, just, just a long time ago. I've been, mm. uh, you know, like, uh, so when, it, when, when I look at like, uh, people in the weight loss surgery community, you got the people, um, like myself who been always been a bigger person, a bigger mm. kid. And yep. then you got people who put on a weight, you know, mm-hmm. later. Now I always been, um, like right now I'm right now I'm running around at probably like eighth grade, seventh grade weight. Wow. I've always been <laughs> like, I just always been a big kid, a big mm. person. So, um, so I, I kind of figured out like early on that, you know, I had, uh, like sleep apnea problem. Mm-hmm. Okay. That makes sense. It's interesting. Yeah. I find it so interesting, the whole sleep apnea thing. Oh, yeah. We're going to have a um, my surgeon on, and she says she wants to talk all about sleep. Yeah. She's like, we need to talk about it, damn it. I'm like, we're doing it, Dr. Patterson. So. <laughs> Dr. Patterson. <laughs> um, okay, so let's hear from Nate. Yeah. Let's hear your story. That's up. What's up? Uh, all right, where do we start? Uh, <laughs> my, high, my high weight... I was uh, 400 pounds okay. and some change, 400-ish in that range. Um, okay. Just around that point, kind of made a made a decision that the quality of life just wasn't wasn't what I was looking for. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, everything from sleeping, like it's been touched on, uh, very similar situation as the other fellows. Um, just you know, I mean, just not sleeping well, sweating, standing there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm an attorney by trade, and you know, going into court and just sweating standing there doing mm-hmm. nothing you know the the getting on airplanes uh, oh, yeah. walking into a restaurant that you're unfamiliar with and nervous if you're going to fit in a seat or a chair and yeah. um, you know a lot of that stuff I just you know I was tired of it and I had to literally probably done every you know keto low carb high carb paleo modified paleo weight watcher you know i mean you name it i did it lost Mm. weight on it gained it all back and i Mm. I had finally hit a point where i was like all right we're we're doing something uh we're taking a bigger step here good i'm glad that you came to that and was like we need to do something was there a specific moment that you remember that or was it just everything adding up yeah, I think it was just everything adding up. Um, you know, I mean, I was like, I was getting ready. I think I had just like passed the bar or something like that. Like I had seen a few pictures and I was just like, man, this is rough. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, I wasn't always, I was in the military. I, my weight gain started after I got injured in Iraq. Oh, okay. Um, and then, you know, I just got progressively heavier and, uh, and then I, so I was just kind of had saw some pictures of back when I was in the service versus now. And I was just like, man, this is, this is, this is getting, it's getting intense. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have to figure something out here. Um, so yeah, I kind of just, you know, reached out uh, to the powers that be in the, in the insurance and then asked what my procedure was and then got the ball rolling. Okay. Oh, nice. How long was your procedure? Is it like six months, three months? No, it was actually relatively quick. I mean, from my first consult to surgery date, I think it was like four months. Okay. Dang, that's yeah. awesome. Um, yeah. Did you do it through the military? 
So no, they did. I could have done it through the VA, but, Mm -hmm. um, you know, just kind of in my own research and stuff like that. Like, I mean, the VA is great for what the VA is, but I Mm -hmm. I did mine at UCLA medical center. Um, they still paid for it. I have the, um, because of the way I was retired from the military, I still have like a private insurance that's cut like the TRICARE version. Oh, Um, nice. I was still able to kind of go out of, um, and, and pick my own surgery facility. Great. Great. I know that we have a patron Mm -hmm. that is um, she has the VA. Yes. And it's been it's taken her a year over a year. She's still going and she's still waiting for like her final surgery date. Mm -hmm. And that's just intense. It's frustrating. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, yeah, I mean, it's one of the big reasons that I chose to go with UCLA as well. Was just that I think if I remember, they have like a specific program within the VA. I don't remember the name of it, but it is like a year long of like nutrition classes. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I mean, I guess, you know, in theory, they're trying to just set a strong foundation and then build, mm-hmm. you know, something for you to succeed. But when you're on the other end of that, you're like, man, let's go. Let, let, I want to start my life now, not a year from now. Yeah, because like we've been big. Like, I don't know about, I mean, I guess that you were in the military, so you probably weren't big all your life, but I was. And that's what's frustrating when you like finally make that decision. You're like, why can't I just do this like in a month? I mean, I get there's like some time scheduling that's yeah. fine but mm-hmm. like when I hear people have to wait a year like that's daunting mm-hmm. that is insane yeah. like my once I you know put in my application I already knew like hey that takes two months for process cool and then February hit and then I had my actual surgery in May so it was mm-hmm. really quick for me and I didn't even have to do the two week liquid diet prior to that but Kelly Son did bitch. so yeah. you didn't either <laughs> <laughs> hours that was it I didn't have to do any, any <laughs> I envy the people that don't have to do that I, I did four weeks of solid liquids she did yeah, that's yeah. Rough. it was two weeks before two weeks after <laughs> Yeah, yeah, me too. Me too. Okay, so Jared had to do four weeks. Colby, yeah. you ha- what did you have to do? Uh, two weeks. Two, two weeks. weeks. Nice. Okay. Yeah. And then Chris. And I, I didn't do uh, it though. <laughs> I, I had to do. Uh, I only had to do forty-eight hours, but my original surgery date was in July. But uh, within like. 36 hours, I ate a sandwich, so I had to get pushed back. Oh, oh my so. goodness. <laughs> yeah, I'm like Chris. Mine was, my, my um, surgery date was de- December 23rd, so all the food was there for Christmas, oh. holidays, so I, I did what you should not do. I went online and looked at message boards. And they said, oh, don't do the two weeks, just do 48 hours. So, I was looking up how much time does it take to digest food? <laughs> yep. <laughs> I love oh, it. my God. Um, we do not condone that, just so everybody knows. Follow what your surgeon says. <laughs> yes. Tells you. <laughs> yes, it's it's hard though. I mean, I remember going through my two weeks, and I all I wanted was a damn burger. Like, <laughs> and those I stopped watching live TV because those commercials yep. were killing me. Like, mm-hmm. I'm on day four, and I'm like looking at McDonald's, Taco yeah. Bell, and I'm like, you son of a bitches, get off my TV. <laughs> like, Listen, I was that, so mad. <laughs> that's how that um that Jersey Mike sub was calling my name. It was yeah. like um. 
So, so like before surgery, I used to get these like cravings and urges that was just like my mind would freak out <laughs> until like I like literally like I would have like it, I would be freaking out until like I went and got whatever you know it was. Okay. And <laughs> with that sandwich, that's just what it was. It was like like I don't know. I had like kind of zoned out or something. I'm like, yeah, just go eat this sandwich. You'll be all right. He <laughs> <You> blacked out. <laughs> <laughs> Should we call it the liquid blackout stage? I know. <laughs> What'd you Jared? say, Jared? I delivered food on my two-week liquid diet. No, no. Delivering food. So I was smelling everything you could think of. Fuck and that. Shape. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. No. There's no oh, way. It sucked. It oh, sucked. And then I, mean, I went back to work, like, uh, probably under two weeks after surgery. Okay. But again, delivering food and like my partner at the time, she was like, I don't know how you do it. Yeah. Like I would die. Like literally die. I would have, I'd want to eat everything. I would have had freakouts. That's what I would have. I would have had a pullover and be like, nope. mm -mm." I I had, I had zero care to eat anything at all. I was like, nice. Your life changing decision. You're doing it. You're sticking to it. Don't fuck it up. (laughs) I like that attitude. Yes. That's for damn sure. I felt like it was easy for the after liquid diet. Like, because you don't have that urge to eat. Like, you don't even want to drink a protein shake at that point. Like, you're just like nothing. That was the the biggest thing for me. Like, um, like once those um, cravings was gone, once Mm -hmm. I was uh, after surgery, I kind of felt like free mentally. Like, that was like pre-surgery. I don't. I can say like I don't I don't I wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. Um but after surgery and uh like I got cured of those cravings and I was just kind of like mentally free like that was a very important period for me. Mm-hmm. Um that I didn't have to worry about food. Like a lot of times I just wouldn't eat. Yeah. Like you know, I wouldn't drink the protein shakes nothing because I just didn't have a uh you know, I just didn't have a want for food and that was mm. like a big important period for me. Mm. It is That's interesting awesome. how you don't have that feeling because I remember going about like two months being like, I don't even want anything and I'm mm. forgetting to actually eat because mm-hmm. I'm not having the feeling mm-hmm. and then having those damn timers on at work. I was just like, Oh my god, this is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I even brought little Dixie cups to work and just did like <laughs> some water, some protein, because like I would forget. <laughs> it was ridiculous. I would forget at work because we were so like it was a job where I went I worked in a warehouse of wedding props. Yeah. And so I was running all the time lifting and lifting and like there was no time to sit down and eat Mm-mm. like because we were in the middle of wedding season when I started yeah. and so I just I didn't eat for like six or seven hours and there were points where I'm like oh I need to eat something because I haven't eaten in 10 hours so let's do that oh, first yeah. you would call me or we use Marco Polo <laughs> app and I'd be like Girl, you need to eat something. <laughs> yeah, you are sounding a little funky. Yeah. Like, let's let's get you a protein shake. Stat. 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 And I drink like three profies a day. Yeah, you were. Like, you were drinking those. Like, I drank like, I do not condone this either, but I had like 12 <laughs> shots of espresso in a day. Like, it was, I, I'm surprised I didn't like, just like just vibrate off the ground. Yeah, yeah. because I, I drink way too much coffee. <laughs> it was bad. It was really bad. I was like, when do I get to have coffee after surgery? Mm-hmm. Literally, the next again morning, the hospital was like, oh, here's some coffee. I was like, 
Yes. No way. They gave I- me coffee literally the next morning. What? That is so fucked. I had to wait 30 goddamn days. Yeah. It, it's so crazy. Um, like how every program is just so oh, different. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. some like some people don't even have like that liquid diet after surgery. It's like, and you know, some people do. It's just crazy how like different it is. I can't even imagine not, not. having the liquid diet. Like, just, how can you even die? Like, there's no way. Like mm-hmm. I just think it it doesn't help you if you don't do that. Like Mm -hmm. I I couldn't imagine not doing it. Yeah, I couldn't. No, no. I was so scared of my stomach ripping that there's no way I would put any solid food in there. I mean, I didn't for like eight weeks. I was like so scared. I was very nervous. Week three, I was having food. Like I was like, no, I am having real food. I don't give a shit. She told me, I was like, oh, I wouldn't do it if I were you. I was so scared. I did just fine. You did 100% fine. That was just a fear with me just mm -hmm. in my little head was like, well, I didn't. I didn't actually research everything, guys. Okay, so that was the I problem. did research. So I didn't know like how like your stomach actually goes like when it actually when they take it off. I was like, well, did it open a little bit? What happens? The acid gets on my organs. I'm so confused. Like, what if it rips? <laughs> if it rips, like what's happening in there? Like, I'm so scared. Well, because if acid could break down your food, it's gonna break down my organs, and I do not oh want my that. God. <laughs> so funny that's why i waited i was so nervous oh my gosh did you guys have any like big worries like that before or after surgery was there anything that was like super anxiety driven for you Mm -hmm. Uh, mine was just the surgery itself i've never prior to uh surgery i've never been in the hospital never had any surgery so um the surgery itself was just um just a mind um, boggle for me okay. um, about how I was going to go the process, anesthesia, never been out before. So um, that was really the concern for me. Okay. Um, not necessarily because I've had people in my life that have had the surgery and was successful with it. So I was familiar with the process through them. Um, but the surgery itself was just mind boggling for me. Yeah. But you did great in surgery, right? You were... Yeah, I, when I came out, um, well, when I when they first brought me out of surgery, I kind of fought the people, um, and I was kind of, I'm a big guy, so <laughs> I to call extra people, and um, and they were they were pretty. Uh, they said this usually is not that bad, but um, I think it was just right after surgery you feel uh, pain. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. all you feel is pain, and it's only for yeah. a moment because mm-hmm. after that they dope you up and you really are not in a lot of pain. But mm-hmm. I just, with that being my first surgery, I I thought someone just ripped all of my insights. Well, mm-hmm. they did. They did. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's be honest, they did. They did. Yeah, they did. They did. But, um, but yeah, that was, I think it was just the shock of it. That's all. Yeah. Well, and don't feel too bad because dad, Rob, I don't know if you guys know him, but he yeah. accidentally um, like, like hit a nurse or something in the process afterwards too. Yeah. 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 It's a funny yeah. story. Yeah. You guys should go listen to it on the first guy panel. Cause it's, we were rolling. It was, it was so real. great. And it's so, yeah, I, I'm a weird one that I love anesthesia. She does. Oh, if, wow. if I, yeah. yeah, I love being knocked out. Like I've, I've had three nose surgeries. I've had my gallbladder out. I've had my weight loss surgery. Obviously I love being able to sleep. Like, Oh, wow. It's that hard sleep that you don't remember. 
And I'm just like, yes, knock me out. <laughs> if, if I could be addicted to something, it would be that. <laughs> I don't think I'd, I'm, you I love being in control, so I don't like it at all. <gasps> yeah, I don't um, either. Because I have a really bad reaction to waking up from anesthesia. Oh. I feel like shit. Uh, when I had my eye done when they checked my stomach before surgery. Mm-hmm. When I woke up, I was puking for like 24 hours. Oh, no. Yeah. It, so when we went into surgery, they were like, hey, yeah, you had a bad reaction to the anesthesia, right? And I'm like, yeah. They're like, okay, cool. We'll make sure we make sure we give you stuff for nausea. So that way you're not feeling terrible when you wake up. And how'd that go so with the nausea? Was, uh, it definitely helped. Okay. Um, I mean, like, like he was saying though, the pain when you wake up, I mean, that shoulder pain from the gas, uh, I don't recommend that to anyone. No, no. That gas pain is stupidly. <laughs> oh, I hated that. I was like just walking 10 minutes. I get sit in my room and I'm like, okay, can I go walk? Can I go, go now? I was and exactly just, just let me out of the bed and let me let me try to get this done. Yep, because I did research. So I knew that the only way to get rid of it was by moving. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, come on, let's go. Let me walk. And they were like, "Uh, well, let's let's get you sat. And like, make sure you're good. And I'm like, no, I'm fine. Can I go walk? Like, <laughs> um, yeah, so I just wanted to walk, walk, walk. And they're like, well, I guess, you know, because my my ex-husband now, uh, he was with me. And so they were like, well, if he walks with you and make sure that you don't fall, I guess it's OK. So but they were all like, what is wrong with this girl? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I would did not want to walk at all. I was very just tired and wanted to just be in my bed. <laughs> I was like, nope, I'm not going anywhere. Yeah, you didn't get up a walk. No. I wanted out. I wanted to walk around the halls. I was doing laps, mm. like maybe an hour or two after surgery. I was Damn. doing laps. Wow. Damn. Wow. Uh, Nate, how did you do after surgery with gas pain and all that? I mean, yeah, like I almost feel bad sometimes when we talk about like the way the process and people that went, like I, not, like it was so smooth. Like, yeah, I mean, that's I awesome. Like I literally had had almost virtually no hiccups in terms okay. of anything outside of the norm of pain. Like I was walking probably three to five miles collectively a day within the first week of surgery. Oh, like I was just wow. moving, um, you know, I, that wasn't at one time. Like I would right. do that throughout the day, but mm-hmm. um, you know, even like in terms of reintroducing foods and eating, like I've just never had, like there's, there's nothing that yeah. my tastes changed or nothing that has given me okay. issues. Um, it just went really smooth. So I feel kind of bad sometimes because like you were like, oh, yeah. this, this, so this. lucky. I didn't have any of that. Yeah. No, that's great. I mean, Dr. Novak says, like, if you come out that way, that means that your surgeon, like, did the did their job right. Yeah. Because so. I didn't really have any hiccups either. Yeah. I, I tolerated all food very well. The only taste bud change I had was I, I hated vanilla before, and now I like it. It's weird. Okay. I don't understand yeah. it, but, you know. That always seems better anyways. Right. Something that you loved and then losing seems worse. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, but I can still tolerate chocolate. I can still tolerate all the old, like, all the foods that I loved before. It's yeah. just, I like vanilla now. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. I did. I'm with, um. Go ahead, Chris. I, I'm with, uh, I'm with Nate, like, uh. <laughs> Like the process has been so smooth for me, and um, you know, just basically, like, and follow the plan. But you know, basically, I'm like a garbage disposal. Like I can handle anything, I can eat anything, and like it's, 
Um, it's no issue um, for me. And even like after surgery, uh, once I walk that gas down, I mean, it's been nothing but, um, it's just been nothing but, you know, smooth sailing for me. Nice. And uh, even nice. like, um, I know uh, uh, the lady that I was uh, in support group with, she had her surgery um, directly after me, the same surgery. Mm-hmm. And um, she had issues of she couldn't stop throwing up. Oh, um, no. Mm-hmm. Immediately after her surgery. And I know, you know, she went on to have some issues. But it's like, you know, like Nate said, I, I feel bad sometimes, like, hearing the stuff that people deal with. And it's just like, you know, I, I don't know because everything's just been so perfect for me. <laughs> well, and it just proves that our bodies really are so different from each mm-hmm. other. Yeah. And that we can't compare because, like, mm-hmm. someone's going to be in pain versus not pain. Mm-hmm. and. It could be the same surgeon, same surgery, mm-hmm. and you're just reacting differently. Well, and Mel didn't have any gas pain. I didn't with hers, mm-hmm. and I had horrible gas pain. Oh. So it's just, Lucky. yeah, it's <laughs> just whoever. I mean, it's it's literally our just our bodies because you can have the same surgery on the same day with the same doctor at the same starting weight, and you're going to have completely different end results. Yes. Mm-hmm. So well, and my surgery I was a little different. Allergy. Oh, oh, really? I got, I was in the hospital for five days. I don't remember four of them. Uh, I went into anaphylactic shock after eating shrimp. I got a shrimp out. Yeah, I could eat shrimp. No problem prior to surgery. Uh, Ended up being on a respirator for four days. And yeah, that was caused by the surgery, apparently. That's wow. Wow. Make sure that you are going, testing your food. Okay. I didn't even know that was a thing. No, so good thank to know. you for telling us because that is scary. Yeah. You don't, you, I mean, there are some random things that can happen, mm-hmm. but I mean, overall, none of us regret the decision. No. no. Oh, hell no. Mm-mm. Yeah. I would do it in a heartbeat. Yep. Knowing everything. Yep. Just wish you had yeah. known about the anaphylactic thing. Probably prior. a little sooner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And now I get to quick carry around something cool. You know, I get to stab myself if something happens. <laughs> How many people can say that? <laughs> oh my goodness, I love it. So I we we did a question in our last guy panel, and I really enjoyed it. Um, what's in your DMs? I think you need to be more specific. <laughs> so what is like? Well, I want to know everything, like because. Nate just laughed. So I want to know what's in his DMs. Um, but on your weight loss Instagram, what's in your DMs? Like, what do you get asked the most? Um, is it more guys that message you, girls? Like, what? what's the, what's what's up with your DMs? Yeah. That's my question. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think, for you know, the, I think the funny part is that there's a conversation that I always had. Like, I was like, you know, I'm going to get into the gym. I'm going to start lifting all these weights, look good, feel good, get all these muscles. And all these girls are going to be DMing me. 90% of my DMs is dudes asking me how to lift. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Love it. That's so funny. Oh, so a lot of questions on exercise, how to lift. Yeah. A lot of questions about exercise. I think a lot of people, you know, I, I had reached relatively, you know, recently did a transition where I shifted from just trying to drop weight on a scale to recomping my body. Mm. And um, so I think there's a lot of people who ask like, you know, what do you eat? Like how many, how do you physically consume enough calories to build lean mass? Um, You know, and, and those kind of questions and that's probably the most common uh, stuff that I see. What, What is, your exercise yeah. routine 
Um, I train six days a week, about an hour to an hour and a half a day. Um, it's a pretty standard like weightlifting split in terms of, um, you know, like I'll have like a back bicep day, a chest day, a leg day. Um, yeah. And then right now, I mean, ideally I'd be hitting somewhere in the 2,800 calorie a day range, but it's, it's, it's a challenge. It's tough. Yeah. 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 Yeah, That's a lot. And uh, Jerry wants to know how far out are you, Nate? Um, I'll be, my surgery was 12, 14, 2019. Oh. So we're approaching two years. Wow. Exciting. That's awesome. Exciting. Yeah. Um, what about you, Jared? What's in your DMS? So like he said, a lot of people on, you know, what you do to lift correctly or not. Um, I'm a personal trainer outside of my regular job as well. Oh, wow. And I went for nutrition as well too. Wow. Um, but I mean, yeah, really it's pretty much what do you need to do to lose weight? What do you need to do to, you know, get to this particular uh, weight? What's the magic pill? That's the biggest question I get. What's the magic pill? There you know, is uh, none. Yeah, no. One. There isn't one. Mm-mm. So, but I mean, yeah, literally you would think, you know, you lose a bunch of weight, you're going to get, you know, try to get jacked and look super good. And all these girls are going to get into your DMs. No, he's right. It's literally a bunch of dudes. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. I love That's it. So great. Colby, what's going on with your DMs? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's quite the I mean, I, I get definitely the weight the weight uh the muscle questions, the gym. Um, because I'm very my I switch my addiction mm. from food to the gym. I okay. recognize that through my therapist. Mm. And I want it's a healthy um, a healthy, uh, obsession. Good. Mm. Um, so, um, I, I'm in the gym all the time. So my DMs is questions, uh, like everyone said about, uh, weightlifting. Um, you know, what, what do you eat? I don't keep up with what I eat. I okay. eat, I make a choice. Every time I'm hungry, I make the appropriate choice. Nice. Um, I have a choice to eat bad or I have a choice to eat healthy. And that's how I live my life. Um, and I know if I need protein, I eat the protein, but I don't measure. I don't keep up with micros, macros, all that. I just don't. Um, I just know my body. Yeah. But um, those questions, but I have been getting <laughs> a lot of uh, d- uh, DMs about uh, interest outside okay. of weight loss as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that has a percent. Um, so, um, you know, I send a smiley emoji and keep it moving. <laughs> love it. I love it. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. That's a good way to just shut it down without just smiley face. Thanks. Uh, yeah. And we're going to move yeah. on. You yeah. know, well, actually, I, before I became uh, involved, I did not shut everything down. But right. Um, but that's actually how I became involved, actually, through oh. one of my DMs. So, oh, um, <laughs> that's awesome. He slid into your DMs. So, I mean, I'm going to use that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to use that tactic, though, Cole, because, like, I'm getting messages on Facebook and I'm like, I don't know what to do. Like, I don't know yeah. what to say. I'm like, thank you. Awesome. Yeah. I don't know. I'm like, I'm not used to thank compliments. You and a, yeah. Thank you. And a smile emoji. 
saves the day all the time. Oh, I love it. Uh, it's I a love good it. tip. Well, it's good because like, I mean, my profile is not private. It's very public. Mm-hmm. You can see it. I've been married for 13 years. I don't know why they think. There's photos of me and my husband sometimes like the night before on there. And they're like, hey, what's up, beautiful? I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> very obvious here. It's, oh, my it's, goodness. It's 2021. That doesn't matter. Apparently, yeah, it doesn't matter. Not at all. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was single and I made sure that my profile was not easy to find. Yeah, our patrons can't find you. Yeah, which I don't know how I made it that that hard to find, but uh yeah, mine's on private. I don't I don't answer any weird messages cuz I'm just like mm. I mean, some of them are really funny. Like these sugar daddies are hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> those are the ones I fuck around with. Um, filtering out. I just actually found this maybe a couple of months ago. There's a whole nother folder um, of inbox. Like I have two thousand DMs um, from people who like do not follow you. Okay, who may reply to stories and stuff, and mm-hmm. I didn't even see it. Now there's a lot of um, actual people who had legitimate questions, but right. I'm not gonna go through. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's where you need an assistant and like they take care of that shit because now. I mean, funny story was like I got my first unsolicited dick pic. Oh, oh, it was the most. Listen to this, guys. Listen to this. Like, you know, at first it was like, hi, beautiful. And I didn't answer. And then he's like, you want to talk? And I was still didn't answer. And then all of a sudden dick pic instantly. And I was like, whoa, this is insane. And like, as I'm like, because me and my husband, like we're, we're so close. I was like, babe, look what I just got. This is hilarious. Yeah, what else did you do with and it? And then all of a sudden, no, he called. The dude called twice trying to do a video chat with me. And I was like, hang up, hang up, hang up. Yeah. And then what did you do? What did I do? You, she sent it to me. Oh, yeah. I just sent it to her. I, and, I was like, so dude. I open it up and then there's a dick pic from Mel. And I'm like, what's going on with this? And she's like, if I have to see it, you have to. And I'm like, why? That's not an actual rule. I did send it to like three girlfriends. I was like, you have to see this shit. Like, that is not a rule. I don't want to see weird dicks. Hey, and one, it wasn't weird. And my husband was like, that's impressive. I probably would have said that too. Like, he was like, I get why he does this tactic. Like, um, it could not. just be a Google image. Right. Could have been. Well, people have no shame. Like, it'll be, I'm literally waking up in the morning and, like, people will Instagram call you. Like, it's yeah. 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock in the morning. I'm, like, sleep, And I'm, like, I don't even know who you are. Yeah, <laughs> like, what like, are you doing? I don't even really call people back that I've been knowing for years. Why would I answer your call on Instagram? Oh, my God. Colby, you and I are like kindred spirits because I don't like to talk to people. I'm a texter. Yeah. Yeah. Text me. Yeah. Unless someone's dying or emergency, I'm not going to call you back probably in too much. Yeah, it's not happening. Yeah, yeah. I'll run into somebody and I'll be like, oh, hey, you called me two months ago. (laughs) And I never said anything to you, so... How's it going? You're like, don't be mad. I'm still here. (laughs) So, Chris, what's up with your DMs? Uh, This is the same thing. Yeah. Uh, Interest. I need to. I need to add some more dudes uh, (laughs) because. So I, uh, nah, but um, like the interest done picked up. Uh, like Kobe said, you just send a um. Uh, smiley face emoji, say thank you, whatever, and just keep it moving. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but but for me, like I'm I'm trying to get it like into more serious lifting and stuff. So look like I need to jump in and them guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
bro. Anytime. <laughs> we brought you guys together for a reason. That's right. That's I right. Appreciate it. <laughs> so how's the support system been? Yeah. We know Jared's got a good, solid support system. How's the support for you other guys? Mine's been yeah, great uh, since the beginning. I mean, I've never, like, I've, I've been fortunate. I, I have my family that's local. I have, um, you know, I mean, like, everybody's been pretty supportive of it. I honestly, too, I mean, like, I don't know about the mental support side, but, like, I made a decision that I was having surgery and that I was going to kick this surgery's ass and that this was going to be my journey, and I really didn't, like, I never, like, everyone would, had it, like, oh, is, is are you scared? Is that dangerous? I'm not. I'm just going to go do the surgery and move on, you know? Like, nice. so I just... Um, but in, so the, from the mental side, like I didn't really rely or, or think about the support, but physically and recovering and, um, you know, kind of moving on in this journey, you know, I'm fortunate to have family and friends around that, that are, you know, been a solid kind of cheerleader squad. Are you uh, seeing any therapist or anything? Are you needing any of that? Um, I mean, not regularly. I probably should, um, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> but I keep saying that I am going to go back. I actually kind of, um, you know, again, I don't necessarily condone this. Um, I just more or less had like a falling out with the nutritionist for the surgery team, just because I was going one way with my body and they wanted me to continue to basically starve. And, mm. and I was like, uh, you know, I'm trying to lift weights here. This is not sustainable. The amount of calories that you're asking me to maintain. Yeah. So, um, so that, you know, we had kind of parted ways with, with the surgery team side, again, you know, listen to your team don't, you know, don't, don't do, don't do that. Um, but, uh, yeah. So I, I, the therapy side of it though, like, I mean, I probably should go back and I do think it's important because I think, you know, there's some underlying issues in the community, especially with transfer addiction and things mm. like that. They're very real. And, um, you know, whether it's a positive addiction, like the gym, you know, it looks like Kobe was mentioning the same as me, you know, becomes an obsession, mm -hmm. but you know, it's, I, but you do see, um, you know, I've seen a few people kind of uptick in, in, in drinking and other type of things that if you're not careful can can kind of spiral quick. Definitely. Definitely. And I recently learned that a transfer addiction can also be to slider foods. Yeah. Which I didn't right. even realize that that could be a transfer addiction, which mm -hmm. is very interesting. Well, what I thought was interesting too, we just inter we just released our episode with the real berry boss and mm -hmm. she realized that she was having transfer addiction just because she was buying PJs every time she left the house. Yeah. Any store she went to, she would buy comfy PJs and she ended up having over 20 PJs <laughs> and her friends like you're searching for comfort. That's why you're going for comfy things. And it could be just little as you buying PJs every time you leave the house. Like mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be this big, huge addiction. It could just be something plain very Jane. simple. And it's not hurting anybody if you have 20 pairs of PJs. PJs. No. Or going to the gym, but, you know, you have to keep an eye on if it starts to get unhealthy, yeah. then you kind of right. seek out help. Mm -hmm. But, Absolutely. yeah, I think the therapy is really a, a great thing to do because I know, like, I didn't even realize why I was eating mm -hmm. until I spoke with my therapist yeah. and kind of processed through a bunch of stuff. And then I was like, oh, that's why I'm eating. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to control what's happening with my system. So I'm eating because I can. So yeah. yep. it's it's kind of an interesting. I, I don't know. I have always been a therapy. Like pro therapy. Yeah. 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 My mom is too. She's always been like, you have a problem? You want to talk about it? 
okay, well, let's go get therapy. <laughs> no, mine's like, you have a problem? Here's food and shut up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. We yeah. don't go to therapy. What is that? That's not okay. <laughs> they just, they just, exactly. they're scammers. That's my dad was all about like, they're just trying to take your money. There's nothing wrong with you. And I'm like, okay, dad. Okay. Like, yeah, yeah. I didn't say there was something wrong with me. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to talk to somebody. Nope. So that's where my like food problem came from was it was very like, mm-hmm. is she sad? Is she mad? Is she upset? Here's food. Here's food. Here's food. Just to make her mm-hmm. feel better. And mm-hmm. no one ever actually took the time to be like, how are you? What is going mm-hmm. on? Yeah. And that's why I talk about a lot with Kelly now. It's like, that's the biggest thing. Like if you're in my circle, it's because you've asked me how I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Like you actually genuinely care because there's a lot of people that don't give two shits of what you're going through. Mm-hmm. And I only want the people around me that do care. Cause like, I don't know about you guys with this journey, you know, you kind of shed some, not just your own fat, like <laughs> with your own friend group, the people you actually allow in your life. Husbands, you like, know, whatever, yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if they're toxic yeah. and they don't care. Then let's mm-hmm. not have them around. Yeah. Absolutely. I'd love- Lots of friends because we would go hang out and do the food thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not, I, I don't give a shit. I don't need to go eat, you know, a bunch of food. I don't mm-hmm. care. Now it's like, if my friends are like, Hey, let's go out to dinner. Where do you want to go? Dude, I don't care. Pick whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just find yeah, exactly. Yep. I'm exactly. pretty much the same way. I'm like, where do you want to eat? I don't care. Whatever. Like, I'll find something wherever we go because it's all just protein based. Yeah, you can mm-hmm. find anything. Yeah. Yeah. Like, even if it comes down to it, have some chicken fingers and you're good. So it's true. Refried beans, man. They're everywhere. <laughs> oh, I love refried beans. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Colby or Chris, because I know Colby, you said that you were in therapy, right? Yes. Um, I had my surgery right before the COVID uh, shutdown. So I was losing my weight and uh, transforming um, while we were shut in. So there was a lot of nuance to that. I made some behind my weight loss, made some major decisions with my life um, and uh, was dealing with that as well. Um, But yeah, um, like uh, Jared said uh, and uh, Nate said, I had a great support system at the beginning, um, but uh, I think um, sometimes people become comfortable with your unhealthiness. Mm-hmm. Um, it becomes uh, sometimes a way that make them feel better about mm-hmm. themselves. Yes. Um, so a lot of times um, I, I surrounded myself with people who um, like that validation to be the better looking one in the group oh, yeah. or what have you. So I was always the fat one. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, when that weight loss changed, things dynamics changed uh, mm-hmm. gra- um, drastically. <laughs> and um, I lost a lot of, almost my whole circle is completely different. Mm-hmm. Um, lost a lot of um, things in, in the process. But yeah, I did go through therapy. I thank God I did. Yeah. Um, I, I would probably be uh, somewhere crazy, <laughs> crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, but yeah, I went through therapy. Um, we talked about the addiction. I too, I, my grandmother raised me and okay. she was a very, um, she was one of those Southern grandmothers who never said, I love you. Okay. Um, but she cooked. Yeah. Um, so she, yeah. her, her, I love you was a pound cake. Her, I love you was a casserole. Even in college, uh, she would always load food. Yep. My freezer was always full. Um, and that was her love. She's never said. Even mm. you know, she's passed, she's been gone for seven years, no. but she's never said, I loved you, oh, I wow. love you ever. Um, so I equated love to food. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So whether it was happy emotions, everything was guided by food. So yeah. when I wanted to celebrate, I went to food. When I was depressed, I went to food. Mm-hmm. When I was okay, 
I still went to food. food. Yep. So um, food, and, and I felt like right after I ate, I just felt satisfied. I felt, mm-hmm. and the more food, the more love. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It's on my mind, um, gather that. So just separating myself from food mm-hmm. um, and not, and kind of living, um, l- eating to live and not living to eat mm-hmm. um, is where we are kind of guiding myself. And full disclosure, uh, with the, um, uh, cross addiction. I'm now going to the gym. It is kind of uh, messed with my mind a little bit because okay. I will look in the mirror and still think I'm, I'm 400 pounds. Oh, yeah. Like I will literally, oh, um, absolutely. Same thing, dude. yesterday mm-hmm. I was say, man, you, you, you look amazing. And then the next day I was like, you're so fat. You're, you're so unattractive. Oh. Um, and being in the gym for like three hours, just lifting weight. Mm-hmm. So just trying to work that that's what I'm working through right now. Okay. Yeah. All right. And you guys, I I saw everybody nodding their head. So, and Jared (laughs) said that he feels the same way some days. Yeah. Every day. Every day. It is, it is very real. Um, I forgot like the other day, I don't know, I was doing something and I was like, man, I just feel frumpy and soft and terrible. And somebody was like, dude, like, have you seen, like, what are you telling me? are you okay or what? And I was like, yeah, I don't know. Just let me alone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just let me be in my bunk. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you just have to work through it mentally yourself before yeah. you can really express it yeah. to someone else. Yeah. yeah. Chris, do you feel that same way some days? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think the thing for me, um, I think everybody who going through through any kind of weight loss journey, um, kind of feel that, um, like for me, it can go from like <laughs> hour to hour or like picture to picture. Yeah. Um, but I, but you know, I think a big thing for me is, uh, like when you, when you 470, you pushing 500 pounds mm-hmm. on the quality of life is so horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, it's easy for me, like to be extremely thankful to like where I'm at now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. uh, so, so it's like, wow, sometimes I, I kind of get into that, but it, it don't take much for me to be like, you know, like, it, it's hard for me to be mad. It's hard for me to be upset or feel a certain type of way just mm-hmm. because of like, um, you know, where I'm at now compared to, like I said, I couldn't even walk through Walmart, you know, mm-hmm. now I'm running, uh, racing kids and stuff. And, um, that's awesome. So, so for oh, me, it, it's just really like, uh, uh, I, I I equate it to like being in prison for twenty some years and mm-hmm. now I'm free. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I like that. I mean, you're imprisoned in your own body. Yep, and that's kind of the worst prison to be in mm-hmm. when you can't move, can't do anything. Mm-hmm. I know you know all I, about I that. I feel it because I was bedridden for three, three years. almost four years. Yeah. Um, I got up and I, I couldn't even barely walk because I had such bad sciatica pain. Uh, my fibromyalgia and my arthritis, just w- my fingers, I couldn't even close my hands. So they were kind of like claws mm-hmm. for the majority of it. Like there were some days I couldn't even walk to the bathroom. Um, and so I feel you on that completely. And it's the hardest thing when you you sit in bed and you're just staring at four walls. Yep. And that's all you, like that's your whole world is within those four walls. And then you get the surgery and then you're like and that's what I do is like when I'm having a bad day, I'm having an off day and I'm like, oh, I just feel fat and like not feeling myself mm-hmm. today. I'm just like you can walk and yeah. you can you can function by yourself. 
And that's it doesn't matter if you feel fat or not. Like you still yeah. you have to appreciate what you've gained. Oh, yeah. Since then. Well, and that's mm-hmm. the non-scale victories, mm-hmm. which is great because I want to like because we love celebrating those. Mm-hmm. What was your guys' first couple like awesome ones? Your biggest non-scale victories. Yeah. The, um, I won't say biggest, but probably my funnest was the first time I realized. I could drop stuff in the um, floorboard of the car and pick it up. Yeah. <laughs> and like, and I had to open the door and that kind of stuff. So like, I'm driving and just dropping stuff and like, hey. <laughs> People are like, what is he doing yeah, next well, to me? Well, that's a good that one though. This guy, but no, that that was that was pretty cool because it was like I realized it kind of one day by mistake, and I was, you know, the size I was, I had to open the door, lean out. Then pick up whatever I needed to pick up, mm-hmm. shut the door back, and all that. So the just the first time I was able to, um, I dropped I dropped something, and I just you know, without thinking, just reached down and picked it up. I was like, oh, that's cool, man. You're like, oh shit, that just happened. Yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. That's a new one. I have not heard that one I have before, not either. but no. it, that's a. That's a big one. Yeah, we hear the steering wheel one where the tummy mm-hmm. doesn't touch the steering wheel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but never mm-hmm. the one where you can grab stuff. So, yeah. Which is, which I like, that's a brilliant one because, like, yeah, I can do that now too. Yeah. Like, that's a whole thing. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Mine was where I could, like, sit like this in my car and still have my wheel right here. And it's like, oh, yeah. hey, whoa. Like, nice. Just chilling, being comfortable, waiting for friends. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah, that cross legged. Um, yeah. Mine is, I travel pretty much uh, a lot. So mine was definitely getting on the airplane and not needing an extension. (laughs) That was definitely mine. um, And not pretending like I had my seatbelt fastened and I didn't. Oh, yeah. Um, (laughs) Actually fastening the seatbelt without an extension. That was mine. Nice. I love that. I love to travel. And the first time I traveled after hitting goal weight, Mm -hmm. it was like night and day. Like, mm-hmm. I could carry my own suitcase. I could walk through the entire airport and not be winded or, like, right. freaking soaked in sweat. Yeah. And, um, right. Being able to sit comfortably in a seat. Like, you could even sit sideways, which is right. just bizarre when you're, you're like, overweight. I can move around in the seat? What yeah. is happening? Yeah, exactly. Melanie was so funny when we went to Florida because oh. she was like, look, at, look, I have room on either side. I can turn. I don't have to use a seatbelt extender. She was like. I was so excited. I don't travel much. And so only memories I have was like the worst ones. And this is the first time we can like, I can move around. And we did have like a long flight. It was like Mm -hmm. three hours and a a delay over and then another three hours. So I'm like, oh, I can literally turn and move and not just like, you know, your butt gets sore. The side gets sore. And now none of that's happening. This is crazy. I fixed the the width. I just have not fixed the length yet. I'm 6'2". So um, if, if I don't get the first seat uh, mm-hmm. out the front or mm-hmm. the um, emergency exit, um, it's horrible. Oh, yeah. I bet, yeah. You're not yeah. going to be able to fix the high thing. <laughs> no, no. Not unless you chop off your feet or something, and I don't see no. that happening. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, the the my ex-husband was 6'4". Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so anytime we flew, we always used my disability as an excuse to get oh, on the okay. flight first so we could first, snag yeah. the front <laughs> the front yeah. row. Yeah. The yeah. Or, or the exit row. Yeah. Yeah. So much easier. Row mm-hmm. well. yeah. yeah. What about you, Nate? What was your biggest non-scale victory? 
Um, I mean, I, I don't know if it's like the base, but my favorite one is, um, you know, I like clothes. I enjoy shopping and, and, and having like, like wearing clothes and being able to walk into like, you know, Nordstrom or suit supply or some of my favorite stores and get stuff off of, you know, the rack and not have to go to the big and tall store and yeah. pay three times the price for half the quality. Mm. Um, you know, like, so that, th- th- that was a big moment for like, if I think the first time I walked into Nordstrom and I was like, I'll take that one, that one, that one, that one. That, that was a big moment for me and something that, you know, still kind of sticks with me. Um, cause I, I just remember, you know, like going, having to go to the specific store and finding, you know, there's like, I, you know, I'm, I was like perfectly round, you know, I'm not tall. So I was 400 pounds, 400 pounds, five, eight, you know, so I'm okay. trying to find a 57, 57 waist uh, and, you know, 57 <laughs> waist. Wow. 56. 56. Yeah. Oh, shit. Wow. 57, 58. That's crazy. 56. Jeez. I'm down to a 44 now. 44. Wow. Ooh. There you go. It's so crazy. Ooh, the 38. Jeez. That's, my goal. that's, nice. that's, that's Jared's I, goal. Look, look, okay, so I, I do I do probably have the biggest one. The biggest one now is that uh me and my son can basically wear the same clothes and stuff. Yeah. Like, he can uh like he wear like a lot of my shirts, my shoes, and that kind of stuff. And uh <laughs> One day I put on some shorts. They was 36s, but I put on some shorts and I'm like, these not mine, but I could fit them. Yeah. And I was like, you know, it was just, it, it kind of blow my mind like every day. Mm, that's um, amazing. You know, considering that I, I was that much bigger than him. And now, you know, I'm, uh, you know, I'm probably, probably like a 60 pound difference from him now, but it, it just, um, it's crazy. How old's oh, yeah. your son? He's 14. 14. Okay. Nice. All right. Yeah. My son's 15. And it's funny because we're all short people at my house. Yeah. So <laughs> we're all like oh between 5'4 and 5'5. Five five. We all wear the same size shirts and pants. And now. pants. It is ridiculous. Like we're yeah. all, he, we're like 32, 30s. Like that's what we are. <laughs> he, he finna be taller than me and I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I think Dylan's the same size as Eric, right? Uh, I, no, I, no, he's finally passed both oh, of us. Oh, did he? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so now he's taller. Just like about a little bit, but man. Me, um, he told me today, he said, uh, he said, I can't wait till I can look down on all y'all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Other little shits. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I love it. So how is your guys' shopping? I mean, kind of piggybacking on what Nate was saying for his non-scale victory. How's your shopping changed since losing weight? Yeah. <laughs> completely different yeah i mean go from you know what 5x 4x shirt can you find at burlington coat factory in the big and tall Mm -hmm. to i mean i work for reebok and i can actually buy clothes off my my floor nice so i mean like it's it's completely different that's awesome because you're originally going from what fits me to mm-hmm. oh hey that's cute that'll look really good on me mm-hmm. and you can buy it yeah that's that's how it is for me at least nice uh, for me it's it's I love clothes I love clothes I really do <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, call me be dressing dressing I mean 
I've seen your photos. You dress yeah. real well. So yeah. yeah, you definitely have a fashion sense going on. Yeah, it's, it's very beautiful. I'm like, damn, Kobe. <laughs> yeah. Appreciate it. Thank you. But for me, um, it's just not having to plan. Mm. Like, literally, um, I'll be in the gym and I'll uh, have somewhere to go. And I just want, you know, sometimes you just want something new, fresh. Yeah. And I really won't have to plan. I will go to the gym. I'll go home, take a shower, and I, I'll just stop by H&M on the way or Express on the way, and I'll literally just change the shirt on my way. Before oh, then, amazing. absolutely not. I couldn't do that. I had to mm-hmm. make sure the material fit right. Mm-hmm. It didn't make me look bigger than I was. Mm-hmm. I, of course, I couldn't go in the store. I had to go online, so you had to wait. And then when you waited, you had to see if it fit because everything was, if it was a 2X, it may have not been an actual 2X. Mm-hmm. So it was just always... <laughs> When you had somewhere to go, it was always done. I love clothes, but here's the the battle to find something to wear. But now Mm -hmm. it's just going in the store, picking it up, not even trying it on, being sure of the size, Mm -hmm. the large, and going in the car, putting it on, getting out, going to the event. I love it. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, because what I know is with the the journey is it goes from like, oh, what— what can what just fits to now I have a style. Like, yeah, you find yeah. your true style. style. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. yeah. You find sales. Everything's always on sale. I love yeah. that. I love that. Yeah. yeah. Seriously, a shirt's like ten bucks <laughs> sometimes, twenty bucks instead of yeah. like forty, fifty because of the yeah. extra material. Oh exactly. yeah. Yeah. I have my big closet. And then I have the whole front hall closet that is just my jackets. And I'm like, this is out of control. Like, Kelly, you have to stop buying clothes. Yes. Because every time I go in somewhere, I'm like, like we, me and Zach went into the Costco warehouse. We have a warehouse store. So like all of their like surplus stuff goes there. And he's, he wanted to find work pants. And I walk out with Hunter boots and Birkenstocks. And he was like, I don't understand how we went in for me and you leave with two things. And I was like, I don't, because I can find stuff anywhere. Anywhere now. Yeah. I can go into like Dick's Sporting Goods, find something. Hunting stores, I can find something. (laughs) I'm really good at shopping. (laughs) If there was like. No, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, if I had, like, a superhero thing, it would be shopping. It would be shopping. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm real good at it. Yeah. Yeah, um, I, I kind of, like, got myself in trouble because I went off the deep end. Like, being able to um, even, like, go to Walmart and, mm-hmm. you know, like, put on a $10 shirt and, you know, it fit. Um like yeah, I, so I kept I kept getting myself in trouble. It was like I had to buy something every single place I went. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it was just like ah, you can fit this, buy this, or you can fit this. You need to buy this or order this online or do this or do that. Um, I, I know one time I ended up uh, I, I ordered like six pairs of shoes <laughs> one time, like just just crazy stuff, like for no reason, just because you know I could and I right. felt like. Uh, you know, I I don't know. I guess it, I guess that was kind of like a transfer addiction. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, it got kind of crazy for a minute. Yeah, but you reined yourself back in. <laughs> I think it's where you you're denied access so long yeah. that when you it's almost like growing up poor. Mm-hmm. Um, when you finally grow up 
get educated, get money. Mm-hmm. You, a lot of people know know how to manage it. Are they spended uh, every chance they get? Because it's I've been denied so long. I yeah. now have access, and I'm going to buy everything I can mm-hmm. and make That's up for um, the mm-hmm. childhood. So yeah, I get that. I would completely <laughs> agree with that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Melanie's the yeah. exact opposite, though. I mean, like, I grew we up, both grew up poor. very poor, but I'm just so scared I'm going to be poor that I just hold on to everything. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm with you. I'm yes. Yeah, I'm just stop so nervous all the time. But like, I uh, I definitely indulge now with clothes, but it's definitely not the rate that I'm hearing from everybody else. Um, yeah. But I she's seen my closet. But it's just scary for me because I'm just like I I've always been the breadwinner of the, of the household too. So I'm just like mm-hmm. uh, no, we don't do that here. <laughs> like we call it. Um, I do have uh, what is it called? Towel. What, what do we call it, Cal? You make hand towel money. I make hand towel money. Yes, That's what we found out at least. Yeah. Because she had, oh my God, I would come over here and go to the bathroom and I wash my hands and I look over and there's this towel that's like this big that you're supposed to dry your hand on. I'm like, Mel, what what am I supposed to do with this? Like, this doesn't do anything. And I'm like, if you need me to, I will go pick out hand towels and bring them. And she's like... Oh no, I make hand towel money. I'm like, okay, then go buy that. Yeah, like, please. Because a a towel this big. No, I'm sorry. It's not not happening. We only had the one, too. One towel. Like, one hand towel. I don't throw anything away. Like, I buy it once. Here we go. We have it until you don't have it anymore. Or sheets. You make second sheet money. I really need to buy a second pair of sheets, guys. Yeah, I'm like, what are you doing? And she's like, I'm waiting for my sheets to dry. I'm like, why don't you just put it, like, in your backup set on? And she's like, what's that? What's a backup set? I'm like, girl, girl, come on. Buy a second set of sheets. Yeah, I was like, no, I don't want dollars at Marshall's. I don't need to buy anymore. I already got the one. I get it. No, no you need <laughs> I two know. sets. I know. Two sets. But I'm just that but that's where like the whole scarcity comes from. It's just mm-hmm. like, nope, we already got all the things. Now we save money and save money. And so that mm-hmm. way if a bad thing happens, I'm prepared. Mm-hmm. Um but no, I do make more money now. So you make hand towel money. I did buy a bunch of hand yeah. towels. Yes, she did. So we are stocked up now. <laughs> We're good. We're good. I don't have to worry about how I'm drying my hands at her it's house anymore. So we're on the same page. So I do have a question oh. about loose skin. How is everyone doing? And how are we feeling about it? I'm, I'm <laughs> one of my recent battles what? right now. <laughs> that's definitely one of my recent battles right now. I think um, that's a major part of when I look in the mirror. Mm. Um, you know, my clothes fit great, but I want to, um, my goal is to not necessarily for other people, but for myself, I've always wanted to see my V. Mm-hmm. Um, around. <laughs> I want my V. So um, I'm going to get my V, whether it takes surgery or not. Love um, it. So I'm on the journey of uh, trying to find a good surgeon um, to, <clears throat> even though I don't have a lot, mm-hmm. um, I just want to look at my body and be satisfied. So. Yeah. Okay. Does it get in the way of anything? Um, no, it's not. Again, it's not that excess. Um, okay. I, but I have talked to other people who had surgery before me. I know people who've had surgery 10 years down the road mm-hmm. or before me, uh, seven years before me. And theirs were the same way, but it does grow over mm-hmm. time. Okay. So where it was not a problem over years, it does sag more and more. So they encouraged me to just go ahead and get it handled. Um, okay. Yeah, duh. Because okay. yeah. we get older yeah. and it starts, everything starts going. Gravity, yeah. does gravity is stupid. Yeah. Yes. I mean, to a point. Um, We do have a surgery, a 
plastic surgeon episode coming up. That's what I meant to say. Okay. Yes. And he actually specializes in bariatric plastic surgery. Oh, wow. okay. So okay. we can send you his info. Okay, great. If you'd like. Great. Yeah, yeah, because they're yeah, absolutely the one okay. thing we learned from him and to look for, by the way, for uh-huh. any of the ones to do this is that our skin is different. So after absolutely. weight loss surgery, so some plastic <laughs> surgeons will say they can yeah. do it, but for bariatric patients, our, our skin is thinner. So you exactly. have to know like the techniques and stuff. And so the, he mm-hmm. said there's only yeah. like a couple handful of people that actually specialize in that. And he happens to be one yeah. of them. So that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And awesome. you said that you're in the DC area right now. We know that Michael, Michael James, Doctor Michael James, or something like that. He's a, a surgeon that's bariatric as well. Okay. That he's okay, really awesome. cool. So we'll also need his stuff too after the the call. Yeah. So. Okay. Awesome. Thank yeah. You. Uh, Jared, how are you feeling about loose the skin? The, the skin. So I mean, it's definitely there. Uh, I'm still. I would like to hit 100 land. I'm still 30 pounds from it. Uh, I just had my one year post-op surgery, uh, update the other day. Okay. I'm 13 pounds away from their goal weight. Oh, what they gave me. So, uh, I know for a fact, once I lose everything and once I start bulking and get where I want to be, I'm definitely going to have the skin surgery. For okay. Sure. Okay. Um, do you know, so, like, are you going to do like multiple surgeries, like arms, stomach, um, thighs? Like, have you well, thought I'm about just, it? it in my my mind's eye, I just want to do a 360. That's it. Okay. Okay. Sounds great. I'm Quick. Looking back. That's, yeah. That's, I, I mean, I don't. Fortunately, a lot of my weight was really in my stomach. Mm. My legs and the arms are pretty good. Okay. So that's I, awesome. I'll have that. Oh, that makes it so much easier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Nate, we all heard what, how you feel about loose skin. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's tough. It's a, it's a struggle to be honest. I think especially like, I mean, I don't know if it's especially, but you get to a point where obviously in my mind, like I could see that my body's undergone massive changes and Mm. like, you know, the the arms start coming in, the shoulder starts coming in, the legs start looking good. And then Mm. you're just like, look like, you know, sometimes I look at myself and it looks like some, like, you know, some, like a saddlebag of leather, just like pouch in. I'm just like, I want to get rid of this things so bad. Um, you know, some days I'm more critical on myself than others about mm. it. I've actually scheduled the surgery three different times and oh. postponed it each time. Cause I kept, um, I honestly just am afraid of the downtime from the gym, like mm. pushing it back and wanting to, um, get as much as I physically can done. Okay. And then, you know, but yeah, so we'll see. I, I it's currently, it's tentatively scheduled for March, 2022. Ooh, okay. um, I don't know if, if, we're going to still keep that, but that's, that's where it, when it's scheduled. Awesome. All right. What kind of surgery yeah. are you set up for? Um, and I'm doing a full lower body lift. So it's thigh lift, uh, butt lift, skin removal. I don't remember like the official name of it. The 360 cut around my body. Um, uh, and then I guess they do something with kind of like closing the gap between like the abdominal muscles that have been stretched out mm. from stuff like so that, that that's kind of what um is in is in the books oh nice All right. nice i think that's like ab reconstruction or something yeah. like that yeah yeah and that can be brutal is what i hear it's painful i think it's all that's what everyone's been saying it's just like yeah. you're gonna be sucking for a while man mm, <laughs> yeah because that yeah. Those abs, man, I've heard that, I mean, my massage therapist, she had uh, her abs reconstructed and she was in a lot of pain pain. for a while. And she was like, I still feel like it's almost too 
tight. Oh. That's what she said. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love Chris's love. It's so good. <laughs> so awesome. So how about you, Chris? What's going on with loose skin and things? Um, of course I got some. Um, I haven't reached a point to where it's like a, a problem for me. Okay. Um, I, I see at some point. Um, you know, uh, probably doing plastics, but <laughs> again, like I said, my outlook is kind of different. Like I'm, mm-hmm. you know, just thankful to be here. Yeah. Um. So for me, it doesn't, um, like, you know, it doesn't bother me that much. Like in clothes, I look decent, yeah. you know? So like, um, for me, I always being a bigger person, I never really, um, uh, you know, like I said, it's kind of, I guess it's kind of different when you, um, like picked up weight later on. Yeah. Then mm-hmm. you just always, you know, you grew up a big person or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I never kind of like, um, put much stock into like how I look physically. Um, so it's like now, you know, like I said, I look decent in clothes. You know, people, people say, uh, you know, that I lost weight and, and got kind of swaggy. So that's good enough for me. <laughs> swaggy. Uh, <laughs> I like it. Yeah. I'm going to start using and, uh, that. <laughs> so, so for me, you know, that, that, that's where I'm at. And I'm, you know, uh, this, on this journey is kind of day by day. So I, I'm sure one day I may get there but mm-hmm. you know i'm i'm, I'm good good. You're good right now good. okay yeah i feel like i started out like that i was like nope i don't need anything i'm good and then my husband left me and i was like damn it we're doing plastic surgery <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. i know gotta i just do it <laughs> Well, and I have just two last questions. I don't know if you have any other questions. But yeah, I have one. Okay, cool. So I'm going to do one where I just know that if I don't ask, and I always ask, um, yes. I'll get in trouble by all of our I viewers. know exactly what she's asking. So this is going to be about sex. How is it? Is it better? You're liking it? What's going on? <laughs> Mel is obsessed with the sex questions. Because it's fun. Definitely much better. That's for sure. Yeah. Kyle. Yeah, we would yeah. agree. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, uh, Nate? You look a little embarrassed over there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a different game. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> we're, 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 we're playing a whole different game now. Right? Uh, game changer. Yeah. 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 I mean, just everything from, honestly, I think a big overlooked part of it is just the confidence too. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, you, you look good, you feel good. Uh, you're probably going to perform good, you know? Like, <laughs> look good, feel good. <laughs> that is, that's probably gonna fall in line so um yeah you know i mean it's 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 a game changer um that i just feel at 37 i feel like younger and more alive than 27 and that's transitioned from the gym to the bedroom to anywhere else yeah. um you know i feel yeah it's significantly uh better nice Second yeah. Yes. How are the girls though? Are they like? Are, are they judgy at all about like loose skin or anything like that? Or I mean, no one has said anything. Awesome. <laughs> He's like, thanks for putting that yeah. in my well, head. No, this- <laughs> I, I, I might be in somebody's group chat somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> like- I didn't want to put that in your head. Us girls really don't give two shits. No, we don't. As nah. long as you're nice to us, we don't give two shits. What's happening? Yeah. So. 
I don't want you to think that that's what we're thinking. (laughs) Not as long as you're nice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, be nice about it. (laughs) I feel like at the end of the day with any of that stuff, whether it's men or women, you know, I'm probably thinking about my loose skin during sex far more than she is. Yeah. Yeah. There are other things on her mind besides your your loose skin. I would just... 100%. (laughs) Coming from somebody who is has loose skin dating somebody who has loose skin because he had weight loss surgery. It's, it, it doesn't matter. Like it honestly does not. Yeah. No, and we're all people. We just want to have fun. I just want to get laid. So (laughs) that's all I care about. I'm just saying, I mean, I'm just saying, just saying that's pretty much in anybody's mind. Bring on the DM. (laughs) (laughs) You heard it ladies and jets. Jared's taking DMs. (laughs) Love it. How's Colby and Chris doing? I will just say that um, definitely it increased the drive um, a lot um, more, I think just by losing weight, but definitely the testosterone level with with, uh, gaining muscle or lifting weight Mm -hmm. adds to that. So um, everything's healthy and everything's uh, (laughs) Everything's good. (laughs) Everything's good. Yeah. Yeah. You just go. Work. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, that has to be like, I know for me, it was more like endurance, like lasting longer, mm-hmm. being able to do different things and just mm-hmm. not have any breathing problems. Like, yeah. you know, like that's, it's a cool win when yeah. you're, it doesn't even have to be all the other things. <laughs> mine was, and mine was completely different because when I was with my ex, I didn't want to have sex. Like even after surgery, no desire in it. And then as soon as we were like split and I got with Zach, I was like, yeah, let's go. Like, it's like I finally found my my rhythm. Yep. Your person for that. Yeah. Yep. So it was. Yeah. I don't don't think it was. I was it was after my two year. Oh, damn. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a damn moment. Damn. Yeah, damn. yeah, yeah, damn. It was a while. That's, we'll just put that I'm out sorry, there. girlfriend. It's a, I'm good now. I'm good now. That's all that matters. Uh, Chris, how's it going with you? Uh, you know, like they said, just the difference in night and day. Yeah. Um, you know, big difference, uh, everywhere. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love a big difference everywhere. All I can think about is your brother when he was like, for every 50 pounds you oh, lose, yeah. you lose, you get yeah. an, an extra like half an inch or something. Yeah, something was, like that uh, is yeah. what we, yeah, we heard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's about right. Yeah. That's about right. Yeah. <laughs> I love yeah. it. Yeah. This is Let's great. Just say in my personal experience, you get to watch a lot more, which is, yeah, yeah that's true. Oh. That's yeah, that's a good thing. I would agree. Yep. I would definitely agree. <laughs> it's it's more fun. More fun. Colby's like, watch more. We're good. <laughs> well, those were my, well, those are my two questions. Uh What's mine yours? was is how do you feel like cuz we all know that men in the bariatric world are um way less than women. Yes. Where there are more women in this community. Do you guys feel like you're kind of out on the outside looking in, or do you feel very included? How how does it feel for you being in the because you all have Instagram, you all in are community. in the community. So I feel very much included. Um okay. from the time I posted my first before and after. Mm. Um I I received major love uh, from um 
the community, like nothing negative um, at all. Like I haven't experienced, like I know some people say, um, you know, um, that they may, if you post something maybe bad that Mm. you're eating, somebody will say something, but nobody's ever said anything bad to me. Um, Women and men, it's just embracing um, me and um, showing the love. So I feel very much included. Yay. That's good good to hear. Because, yeah, yeah, I know that, you know, sometimes it's it's a different world for men versus women. So even Mm. like commenting. So like um, this is just my like personal thing was like I was like nervous to like comment on your guys' things like good job I love fucking seeing this shit because I'm like I don't want them to think we're hitting on them I'm just like you know I'm just excited to see other dudes in the community that are like in it and like showing what it's like yeah so I'm glad that it's it's, yeah and I'm I'm a firm believer everybody that likes your stuff and shares your stuff and admire doesn't always want I mean yeah Yeah. I I think social media has created that culture to think uh, everybody wants you, but every, some people are just genuinely happy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Before you, inspired by you, and um, you know, so yeah, I get it. Awesome. awesome. All right, we'll go back to Chris. Oh, sorry. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> stop it! <laughs> Someone knocked on the neighbor's door. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I know how it is. I had I have two dogs, so I, they just go crazy. So it's all good. And I saw Nate's dog. The head. She's ready. I love. Oh, I love puppy dogs. I'm obsessed. Every time we see one, like I'll be driving. So good. I'll be driving down the road and there'll be a dog on the side and I'm like, oh my gosh, there's a proper. She literally will stop what she's saying in mid-sentence and just like, dog. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> stop. <laughs> or we'll be on a Zoom call and I see a dog out of the corner oh. of my eye and I'm like, oh my God, it's I puppy. saw you do it when you saw Nate's dog. I yeah. was like, oh my God. I'm like, puppy. You're good, well. I thing when my cat walked by and my dogs. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> animal. Okay. Chris. Chris. You're up. So- so I think um um I, I, I kind of see it like from both sides. Mm-hmm. Um I probably don't like have like I I probably don't like it follow as many guys or like as friends with as many guys as like the other guys. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm kind of like smack dab in uh like the women's world. Okay. Um <laughs> So, you know, I kind of like get to see both sides. I think like as far as the men, it's like it's growing. Mm-hmm. And like you do have this group of guys who um all support each other um uh like as far as in the bariatric world mm-hmm. and outside of it. Yeah. Um uh so I mean you you see that a lot, but I think one thing like a, about the women, and I don't know if it's like because dudes are like scared to do it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, um, like I know like with me and Kobe, um, like you know he always showing me support on my stuff. I'm always showing him support on his stuff, and like just me in general, I always try to like like I'll sit there and just go down Instagram liking and you know just yeah. like trying to show people support. Mm-hmm. Um, like if I don't have nothing to do, I'm literally like just you know liking stuff, scrolling, liking stuff, scrolling. I mean I. Even be looking at what it is, but just trying to like you know to show people support and yeah. uh, you know to let people know like 
you know, somebody watching and somebody appreciates you. But um, as far as the women go, like, one thing I will say, like, you got those pockets of women who, like, really support each other and, like, just mm-hmm. they go all in for, you know, whoever in their pocket. And I think that's something that, you know, I think is dope and, like, really cool. Um, and I and like I said, as far as the men, like, you know, it's it's like a small group of growing men who give each other support, but I just don't like see that as much yeah. mm-hmm. coming from the men's side. Mm-hmm. I'd agree. So it sounds like that's something that you would want more of in that sector. Well, well, I mean, like for for me, it doesn't matter because, like I said, I'm you know I'm hooked up with some cool people, and I'm sure right. uh, after this, I connect with um Jared and uh, and Nate, mm-hmm. and you know it'll be the same thing. But mm-hmm. like just for me in general, is like um I just try to support anybody anytime I can, and mm-hmm. you know just to show that love because it's free. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's 100% oh. free. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you know, like you never know um, how you might make somebody day just from um, liking their picture or shooting them a quick comment. Or just my thing is the fire emojis. You know, I think some fire like yo, I'm quick to jump on somebody post like you know that's dope, whatever. Um, and, and like I said, it's free, so you know I'm I'm real big on that. Well, I love that because I think I was telling my husband this. I was like, it's and I know this is a little sexist what I'm about to say, but I actually almost get, I feel better when I see a dude actually like, like, and comment on some of our stuff mm-hmm. than women, because women, we are really quick to do that. Mm-hmm. We want to show support immediately, but I feel like it takes a little bit more oomph for a dude to actually like, like, and then write something. Mm-hmm. And so when I see that, I'm like, yeah, we, <laughs> I get really excited. So keep doing it guys. I think a lot of us are like, oh my God, like dudes are actually noticing and saying something well, and like I think it's encouraging. Im- it's yeah. Great. I think it's important because guys aren't so prevalent in our community mm-hmm. and it's like you guys are there yeah and so oh, yeah. we need to bring you guys into the forefront same as like you know making sure that people know that this isn't the easy way out yep and i mm-hmm. think um you know i don't know if this is true but i think a lot of guys are kind of nervous to put their whole lives into social media yeah. and especially in a bariatric community and so the more we show, you know, Dad mm-hmm. Rob's done an excellent job at like mm-hmm. doing the Monday Night Lives yes. and br- really bringing people on and talking about the guy side of it because it yeah. isn't as talked about. Yeah, it's not not at all. Yeah, he does yeah. a good job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love watching that, the Monday Dad Night Lives. Dad Rob is, is is that's my guy. Like he he one of the people that um you know, that kind of made it like, okay for me to like, just to be free and open with, um, Mm -hmm. as far as my surgery go, um, had I never came across him, I probably would be like, you know, a secret sleeper or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I I think, I think when it, (laughs) when it comes to the dudes, I think, um, like we, for us, we feel like we more likely to get like judged Mm -hmm. when more so the women is like, okay, she had weight loss surgery. Like with dudes, it's kind of like, oh, he had weight loss surgery. Mm. You know, it's like, uh, like I've had people, uh, like I've had conversations with people that I'm really close to, and I wanted to tell them about my surgery, but, um, you know, they they may be like, ah, right, you doing a great job losing weight. You didn't have that surgery, did you? You know, mm. and it's um. like, ah, uh, okay. Yep. <laughs> you know, That's you frustrating. Tell, yeah. So, it's, um, I, it's, man, use it. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're, you're, they're, you're probably thinking like they're 
they're probably thinking like, bro, you couldn't just go work out. Like, come on, man. But it's like, dude, no, yeah. we've done that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We yo-yo dieted for years. Hmm. They, it's, it's just get your ass in the gym and hmm. eat the right amount of food and you can get buff like me. But when you have been obese, you know, majority of your life, yeah. they hmm. don't understand that you can't hmm. just do that because it's mental, it's physical, it's everything. Mm-hmm. They're like, you know, 10% body fat and look freaking awesome. And you're over here, you know, 400 pounds right. trying to make sure you go to Subway and eat just, you know, a six inch sandwich rather than, you know, two foot long. Right. So it, in my, in, in my experience, like the entire weight loss community has been fantastic. I've, I've, I've never had anything like said bad or anything like that. Everyone's full of love. It's it's an amazing community. That's awesome. Perfect. That's what I want to hear is that because it is a whole different world over in the weight loss community because everybody is, for the most part, very supportive and very, you know, they're just we're all cheerleaders for each other. And it the community just keeps growing. And so there's even more cheerleaders out there for everybody. Yeah. We know what it feels like to be hated on. So which is why we changed the name of the bench to not the loser's bench. It's the winner's bench. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Because I hate I hated the loser's bench. I thought it was stupid. I, I really didn't use it that much. No, no. I was like, um, I get that I'm losing weight, but um, I'm a winner now. So let's not do that. Yeah. Yeah. So, Nate, what about you with the community and everything? Yeah. I mean, like, I, I think it's definitely different from a male and female perspective. It's the reality of it. Um, yeah. But in terms of, you know, feeling unsupported as a male, you know, I, I don't I don't think that's true. I, okay. I think that it's just um, or I don't think that maybe not true. That hasn't been my experience. Okay. Everybody has been extremely supportive, male and female. You know, I mean, I think a lot of things I, I overthink things a lot. And I think a lot of it is, you know, I, I often think about, um, you know, just that a lot of times too maybe um like men and women i think i don't know i always think like a lot of people in the community are either like uh married or have children and stuff like that and maybe they feel uncomfortable being like oh my god you look amazing on this dude that's half dressed post and like so stuff like i mean i'm always kind of conscious about that stuff and even like when i'm like hyping up people that i know that that are you know in relationships and stuff like that, i try to be respectful of that kind of stuff and make sure that it's a positive message just kind of in support um Mm -hmm. but i think that maybe sometimes that 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 plays into it but overall support wise um you know I, i i feel love from both the the men and women and I think the women's more like, yeah, you're doing a great job. And the men's like, okay, like, you know, how many sets of. You know, the love's there. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> All right, but, Colby. No, he already answered. Did you already answer? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I was the first. Yeah. I was ready <laughs> to hear more. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Do you well, guys have any questions for no, us I, at all? I'll just piggyback and say. Go ahead. No, no, I'm good. <laughs> um, I would just say, is there anybody that wants to give out some tips that like, if you want to reach people, like what would you say? Like, is like the one thing that you want to let them know about. Yeah. And then, What's your number one tip yeah. for anybody going through this? If you're thinking about weight loss surgery, pull the trigger. Just do it. You have plenty of people on social media that will gladly help you with anything. And I'm one of those people. If you're thinking about it, reach out to me. I will gladly tell you anything you need to know or want. 
Perfect. Thank you, Jared. Um, I would say that in my experience, the first, you know, four to six months post-op can really change the entire way that this process goes for you. Mm -hmm. And if you commit to the program, follow the program, get in good, healthy routines, you could be back to, you know, eating all the things you enjoy in moderation much quicker than, um, you know, if you play this roller coaster type thing where you're not really sticking to the program. And that's, that's been my experience. And that's usually my advice is, make the money with the surgery, like immediately following post-op, take time to address the relationship with food that got you here. Um, and, and really learn to, to, to have a happy and healthy relationship with all foods. Um, and, and I think that's huge. I like it. That's, that's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I think my tool, my, um, takeaway would be, uh, remember that surgery is just a tool. It's not a mm-hmm. fix all be all. Um, so mm-hmm. it's just a tool to help with, uh, the gym is a tool. Uh, eating is a tool. Uh, therapy is a tool. So it's a tool. It's not the fix. Um, so always keep that in mind. Yes. Awesome. Yes, yes, yes. All right, Chris, last but not least. Um, my, my thing is, I think the biggest thing is like when it comes to dealing with people, I, I see a lot of people have issues with dealing with like how people think and, and um, how they feel towards them having surgery or just what, just in life in general. Mm-hmm. And uh, my favorite thing is to say F them, just F them. Like, like you, you, you seriously got to live life in a way that, that sometimes that is really just like F people. Like you, yeah. you got to do what's best for you. Mm-hmm. Um, you gotta, you know, like, like I'm going through it now of, of kind of like making you know, more decisions that put my mental health first. And it's like, it's uncomfortable and it, it you know, it, it's kind of weird for people, but it's like, mm-hmm. um, it, it, if they not helping you grow, if they not, you know, helping you level up, if they, you know, if they not pure of heart, if they don't have your best interest at heart, like sometimes you gotta, you know, uh, push off from them and do what you need to do. And, and, and maybe you can circle back, but, um, <laughs> You know, you got to love yourself. And, and like I said, just F them. Yeah. I <laughs> yeah. like it. I you, like and you it can a lot. Say it. Fuck them. Yeah. yeah. Get them yeah, the fuck, fuck out of here. I'm wondering, could I cuss? But yeah, oh, yeah. like literally, like I'll see somebody, um, you know, post something on their story or, or a caption on a picture of how somebody said something that offended them or a certain family member doing something. And I immediately DM them and say, Fuck them. Yeah. Fuck those people. Yeah. You know, just fuck them. Like that. That's it. Like sometimes you gotta live your life for you. Love mm-hmm. you. Put you first. Yeah. Well, and you did the surgery to take control of your life and to have a life. Mm-hmm. And if you are connected to people that are like that, no. Like just okay, move on. Well, it's just how can you be successful oh, if you have those toxic? Mm-hmm. The door. Don't let it get you on the way out. Yep. Seriously. Exactly. Exactly. All right. All right. Well, if you guys want to see this episode before everybody else does, you need to go to patreon.com forward slash OSLP and pick your tier. They get about 10 days before everybody else does. Mm -hmm. And if you want to just watch it when YouTube comes out, just hit the little subscribe button and the bell. And then you'll be um, able to see all of the ones that drop. Yes. And if you want to join our support group, which is called the Benchies, it is Mm -hmm. the best support group in the world. That's right. Um, That is also on our Patreon. So go ahead and go over there. Check it out. and. 
Yeah, because that's where you get to talk to me and Kelly all day long. There's about 50 to 60 people in that support group. And we just like really we trade like tips, tricks. We tell people what we're doing that day. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's really helpful because it keeps us on track. Yes. Most definitely. All right. Thank you guys for being here. We really, really, really appreciate it. And uh, we will see you guys next next time. time. Bye. Bye. Hey, listeners, if you've enjoyed your time with us, please rate, review, and subscribe on any platform that you get your podcasts. Also, check us out on patreon.com forward slash OSLP for exclusive content with your favorite girls ever. Yeah. And also, check out our YouTube page. Subscribe, hit that little bell so you get notified when our new videos drop a week after they are released. Yeah, and we would like to give a big thank you to Anne-Marie Cruz for our logos, Eric Vaughn with 17th Street Studios because he provides our music and our recording yes, space. Thanks for listening to Our Sleep Live podcast where we are breaking that stigma one episode at a time. <laughs>